there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. I'm shirtless because miracles are real and God hates the Falcons. Oh, we about to laugh at Atlanta. Thomas, hit that intro, baby. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew and Dave. All right, I got uh, got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then. Okay, pal. Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get, cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot her out! <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are live on Twitch. And if you're watching on Twitch, you get to see my gorgeous, sexy body. Because yeah, I'm good. not Congratulations if you're audio only. Uh, you are being spared right now, Ralph Shirtless. Well, I told the people if the Saints came that back from 26 to 10 down that I would do the live stream shirtless. And I'm nothing if I'm not a man of my word. If you aren't, you should follow us on Twitch. And remember to subscribe to Saints Happier wherever you get your podcast. Smash that like button on Twitch and YouTube. Also, become an annual patron at patreon.com like Matt, like like Joy, and uh, I'm going to butcher your name. I'm just going to call you Eek. Who signed up about forty? I'm just gonna like forty five minutes ago. Um, Tell it out for us, right? I don't have it in front of me, but it was it was long and it had a lot of vowels. Um, so go to saintshappyhour.com, become an annual patron. You get two months for free. Uh, remember, live show Port Orleans this oh Friday. It's Everyone who RSVPs at the link in the description, you get a free boys are back 
Bike in Town Cup featuring Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry. You could fill it up with beer with your first drink for three bucks. All the proceeds go to Team Gleason. And oh, by the way, Thomas came up with an amazing idea. We are now doing an NVP contest for people who watch and donate or subscribe during the live stream. Anyone who donates during the show each week gets entered into a drawing at the end of the season for a Saints Happy Hour t-shirt and a, or a Smoke Monday t-shirt. The person who donates the most each week, they get entered for our drawing to win two Saints game tickets for 2023. And the person who donates each week gets to have a 30-second video of themselves giving their Saints hot take played the following week. So donate. Just get in the, if you're if you're watching the live stream right now, just donate and uh, maybe you can have a hot get in the lead. Yeah, so right. uh, R- Ralph, can you? Uh, has he suffered enough? Can you can you put your shirt on now? Can no, we... no, 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 no. He's you're gonna mess with the mojo if he puts. I it am impressed you. that he has a fat head of himself wearing. A shirt I have. He's got to do the whole show like this. I actually, I was I got gonna... a fat head of me. I got a fat head of Jarvis Landry, and I got a fat head of Arthur Smith, the coward, up at the top. <laughs> I was going to suggest, I don't know how you, Andrew and, and Kevin, how you feel, but uh, I just got the idea. Maybe we should take our shirts off in solidarity with our brother, Ralph, and we should all do the, the podcast. Well, after. here's the thing, though. We didn't have a – Thomas, the ex, producer extraordinaire, he didn't alert us until like five minutes before the show started. Apparently, Twitch has really, really tight standards, and they'll drop the band hammer on you for nudity. Right, well, do me a favor. Just don't lean over and touch those fat heads like you do ever again, like you just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We really don't need that. Well, um, one of us is allowed I'm to drinking be sure a highlight to celebrate. So, uh, yeah, I popped a little uh, bubbly here. I'm drinking a little Titanger, oh, wow. a French champagne. Huh? That's another notch on the old Andrew yeah, is the more bougie, bougie, bougie than off. Dave belt. That's right. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even pronounce what you're drinking. Ah, delicious. I'm having the whatever you said of beers. The this is Parish Ghost in the Machine, the IPA that started it all in Louisiana. Are you drinking crooked weed or whatever it is you drink? No, I'm actually no booze this week. No booze this week. I'm gonna save it all for the weekend. What's with the glasses? Uh, I got glasses. Uh, Bud Rich, thanks for the hundred bits. You look yeah. very you look very studious, Kevin. So prior to the prior to the glasses, you never wore anything. No corrective lenses, no contacts. No, I had glasses from grade school through college, and then when I graduated college, I had saved up money and got LASIK. Oh, and it's uh, six ninety nine per eye. Six ninety nine per eye. Doctor Jeffrey um, Singer. Six ninety nine per eye also include includes stigmatism, farsightedness, and stigmatism. Um. <laughs> I just remember that radio. So it was like, yeah, no, had that done. That every, and it yeah. lasted about 19, 20 years. And right. The referees could have used some glasses yesterday. Are you going to yeah. uh, stop Stop trying to pull us back into topical saint stuff? We're, <laughs> we're bullshitting here. Uh, because I still want to know when Kevin left the podcast early last week or two weeks ago, whenever oh, that yeah. was. I want to know who texted him uh, that he felt like he had to leave immediately. What was up with that? What Kevin? happened? Uh, that was a nurse that I am acquaintances with, and uh, oh, she in the medical field, of course. She <laughs> was interested in, uh, in in having some company. Is, that, is that the that one that Kevin you just can't? Kevin cannot quit. 
prostate exam. Making it rain. It. Wait, was that the one? Was that the one that you were dating? That now you thank just you, have Romeo. Yeah, the, uh, the Romeo. I saw okay. Romeo on Sunday. We're gonna. I know. I was gonna. It. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, about that. that. Yeah, that, gonna... yeah. That's the one that uh, that didn't want to date me, but has no problem. Having yeah. having a relationship. If anybody should be doing this podcast shirtless. Speaking, it be you, Kevin. Well, speaking of miracles, Dave. Shirtless? Uh, the Saints, they look deader than my speech improvement plans. And then a miracle happened. Uh Jameis went into the tent and like came out and he was Superman. I don't oh, it's, know. It's, it's, Do it's now think- called the magical tent of uh of imagination where anything can happen. Uh, do, you, do you think in the tent, Cam Jordan gave him the good Rona? Oh, I don't know. Could be. I mean, yeah. Andrew, you, you were there. I yeah. need to know. I can't believe what was it like? I need to know yeah. walking out of that stadium. How incredible. Was All right. It? Let me, let me, let me give you kind of like the nuts and bolts. Yeah. So yeah. I fly in on Saturday the day before. And as soon as we land, my dad, he lives in Atlanta now, who's, you know, a patron on the show. My, my dad is like, hey, it's me and my son. We arrive. And he's like, hey, you guys want to go to a Cajun restaurant? And I, and I know for like our Louisiana listeners, that might sound like sacrilege. Like, why would you eat Cajun food in Atlanta? But for me, I'm like, hell yeah, because we don't have anything up here in Charlottesville. So I'm like, hell yeah, I want to eat some Cajun food. So we drive to this place, and it's a place called Wegmans. I don't know if you guys have heard of the grocery Supermarket? store. Wegmans. Yeah. yeah, no no relation. No okay. relation. The guy's name's Mark Wegman. And so we go to this place called Wegmans, Louisiana Kitchen. And uh, I, th- th- I'm not getting paid to do an ad or anything. I'm just telling the story. And so we show up, and the first guy I see is like he's got a golf cart next to him that's got an LSU flag and a Saints flag on both sides. And he walks down. He's got an LSU earring. Or sorry, he's got a flirtily earring, and on one of his fingers, he's got a Saints Super Bowl ring. Oh. And I'm like, well, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, I used to cook for the Saints, and so they oh. gave me one of these. Wow. And so he tries to take it off. He can't get it off. But my son is like, you know, like in awe. He's like, holy shit, like Saints Super Bowl ring. So anyway, it turns out he owns the place. He's, he's Mark. He's the guy, and we get to talk, and I tell him about the podcast. And, uh, you know, they sit us down. And so, like, I'm looking at his bio, and he's, like, been a sous chef for Paul Prudhomme and Emeril. Like, he's got all his accolades. And, and so, like, the place is freaking legit. Like, I get a pull boy. Like, Dave, you know this. You, you owned a store in Baton Rouge. Like, you can go an hour up the road, and the pull boys you get are a freaking disaster. Like, yeah. they don't taste like real pull boys. This dude had Lennonheimer bread. He, I mean, it was legit. It tasted like a really good pull boy. So, we freaking went all out. I got charger. How did oysters. you find this place? Your dad? My dad. My dad knew about it. It's like in Roswell, north of Atlanta. And so dad I'm, I'm getting char-grilled boy. oysters. I get a pull boy. I get gumbo. We get beignets for dessert, like freaking all out. <laughs> and like I'm, the dude comes like after, you know, we're, we're in the middle of the meal. And he's like, what else can I get you? He, he wants to give me whatever I'll eat. And I'm not sponsored freaking, the podcast. Mr. I'm Wegman. freaking stuffed. But uh, anyway, not that anyone would ever want to go to that to Atlanta for any reason, but if you're there, <laughs> you should definitely go to Wegmans because we had just the most amazing meal, the most amazing time. That place was freaking awesome. I'm glad I would go there if it was ended. in New Orleans. That's how good it was. I so was, I was anyway, worried this was going to go bad. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> so uh, anyway, on Sunday, you know, we get up, we go to the stadium, um, and I stopped by my buddy Samir's house, who is also a patron, good dude. 
um, and hang out with him. He makes me a Bloody Mary. So I'm getting going. You know, I'm, I'm starting, to, starting to feel loose and starting to get excited about the game. We get there. And the stadium, man, is freaking amazing. Like, it, it really, like, the construction's weird, but when you get inside, it's not like the Superdome. Like, they have two rows. So, I mean, they might have, like, a thin, like, club level, but it's really just two sections. Mm-hmm. And we're probably, like, we're on the first section, maybe 30, 25-yard line. So, good seats. And, uh, you know, we're there, and I would say it's, like, 35 40% Saints fans. We're behind the Saint. We're behind the visitors section, so we're behind the Saints. And if you look across at that club level, it's probably like Thank you, Butterich. 35 40% empty. Like it, it was shocking hmm. how many seats were empty. And I guess those were the expensive seats across from us, but like, I don't know, man. Like it was. A, a well, would 70- you have paid $1,000 to watch that if you were a Falcons fan? I know. I mean, you know, <laughs> but here's the crazy thing. So, like, the beers are five bucks. There's what? like two dollar hot dogs. Like the concessions are shockingly cheap. Like a third of what that's, it costs. In the that Super sounds Bowl. delicious. A two dollar hot yeah. dog. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. So so anyway, I'm I'm drinking beers. I'm having a good time. People were cool. Um, but you know, I gotta say, like the game got to a point. No one was. People were respectful. Like it, I've been to Carolina. I've been to DC. DC is way worse. Like the fans are hospitable. They're nice. And uh, you know, we had a good time. The stadium was cool, but uh, th- anytime they would get a first down, there would be this Falcon shriek, shriek that would just go like, like Oh my every God, time that, was, are you kidding me? That sounds was unbearable. miserable. Like, no I, I was way. like, how can you deal? I was telling their fans, like, how do you put up with this? Like, this isn't even exciting if you're a Falcons <laughs> Holy fan. Holy crap. So that was terrible. Like, first down, and they were getting a lot of first downs, let me tell you. Patterson, <laughs> first down, Patterson. Like, nonstop. It was painful. Oh my but, God. So at, I during the game, at no point did I think that, well, maybe when the Saints were up 7-3, but like at no point from the second quarter on did I think the Saints were going to win. I didn't think they were going to win when they scored the first touchdown and got the two-point conversion. When they scored again and were going for two again, I didn't think they were going to win then. Why didn't when they the run Falcons Taysom got the, the ball back, I thought for way. sure they Jesus. were going to run the clock out. When the Saints were kicking, lining up to kick the game-winning field goal with Lutz, I thought they were going to miss that. And then I thought for sure 19 seconds was enough. Time I thought, for wait, to go I down thought Koo was going to nail that. I thought uh, yeah. he was going to bang the it in. And it was yard, be like a, I mean, I was, good from I was 80. Retired. I was like, this, this is, yeah, this is, yeah. is going to be good. So I, it wasn't until the clock was zeros across that I was like, holy shit, we just won this game. And so we're going nuts. I got Saints fans all around me. We're high fiving. We're hugging each other. If anyone had COVID, we all got it. I mean, we were just <laughs> all up in each other's face. It was and so. Yeah, yeah, I was not sure. Monkey was, pox. But it, we, we, had a, we, we were going nuts. And so then we go into the concourse. And this is, I wish I'd gotten video, man, because like the scene. Well, I didn't there, there were these tables that Saints fans were standing oh, I, on. I, I, just, and, I saw and this. There were these that. towels that they put on our seats that were like rise up Falcons towels. Oh, boy. And the Saints fans are like, so all the Falcons fans are heading out to the exits. You know, they're walking down the aisle. And all the Saints fans are like, we're setting up shop right here, and we're having a party. And so we're talking who dad chant like the whole, and it's like forty percent of the stadium was Saints fans. So it's who dad giving the flag, like ushering the Falcons fans out of their own stadium. Like it was a scene, guys. I got to tell you, like sometimes when you decompress after a game, you watch it on TV. Like you, you don't appreciate what it's like. Like when you're at a game, Dave, you know this. You go every Sunday. Like it's just different when you're there, mm-hmm. and. 
the scenes, like soaking it all in, and my son is seeing this scene. It was he. It was just like this moment where you realize, like, this is what it's all about, man. Like this, I mean, this is was... peak football because the fans are going nuts and the Falcons, like, they all got their head da- their heads down, and it's just it's a freaking Mardi Gras party yeah. in the concourse of the Mercedes Benz Stadium. I was after the game. I was thinking about you because I was thinking like this is this, this is this is easily top ten game Saints all time, and oh, like awesome. I think it's you know, top got, five regular season. I mean, yeah, and you got to be there. Not many people got to be there because not many people are going to make the. You know, it's not a Saints home game, so yeah. uh, I was thinking about how cool that was, uh, especially I, knowing yeah, you so with your I, son. I got to run into yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool, but like, so I got to run into Romeo, and uh, we shared oh yeah beer beer for yeah. a minute uh, outside. So I was a little disappointed. Romeo, I think he had equipment failure or something, but he wasn't in his Pope outfit. Oh, what? So I was like, I was going to ask. I later learned that Jono was at the game. I would have texted him. Jono went great to see bananas him. and had a had a uh, fuck the Falcons T-shirt underneath, ready to go under yeah. the Michael Thomas jersey. And as soon as the Saints won, he ripped it off and went crazy. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, this anyway, game it was it was incredible, and I hate to say like. You, the trip is completely contingent on whether the Saints win or not. You know what it is, <laughs> but it was and it like was. the way. And, and this is the last thing I'll say. Like I, I kind of I went back to the Bomani Jones show, you know, and how he the, when he came on our show and he said that the fact that the no call was like the fact that it was unfair just made it better because he hated the Saints that much. The fact that the Saints played like complete dog shit for three and quarters makes it better. Were awful and like. Really, at no point did I think they were going to win until the end when they really did. Like, that made it better because yeah. it was that much more painful for all the Falcons fans. Well, Bomani Jones, when the Saints were down 26 to 10, he put the paper bag up on Twitter <laughs> and then just ejected and left. I guess he, like, muted this discussion. But before we get before we get Kevin and Dave's thoughts, I want Jameis. Kevin to and ex- Dave are making the same jokes on uh, on the Twitch live stream at, at your expense. <laughs> uh, you know, at my expense? No, but here's the thing. I, I want Jameis to explain what happened. I would take my shirt off, Ralph, to make you feel better, but yeah, I, I would it. only embarrass you further. No. <laughs> I mean, look at me. I'm pop, 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 shots fired. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Um, Tomas, isolate that sound, please. Uh, but I want Jameis to hey, explain Tomas, how this. Check the timestamp on this. All right, too many fucking interruptions. Please, I, let's go. I want Jameis to explain what happened because I think his soundbite after the game really explains how just incredibly fast the Saints went from being dead to winning the game. Thomas, play that sound. Well, it, it was we knew we were passing the ball, right? So uh, we, we knew we were passing the ball. So just the approach to like, hey, like boom, boom, boom. Like, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. So you get into that rhythm of knowing like, hey, these, these are where my completions are. These are where my matchups are. And you just go like that. It's not no game plan involved. Like, hey, this is the defense that we're going to get. Let's go and play. Uh, just trying to get a feel. Like it, it, when you when you playing against a division opponent, obviously they did a great job uh, self scouting themselves out. We had some things that that we uh, thought that was going to come that didn't. That they did, did the opposite, right? So we uh, just got to continue to prepare, uh, continue to get better. And uh, man, I'm just happy with the resilience that our team possessed uh, in a, in a continuous fight. We never gave up, and we uh, just kept battling. Kevin, that game yeah, went his from mind a par- is going a mil- million miles a minute. He's pre- preaching to the congregation. <laughs> Kevin, Pass, that Pastor game James. went. That game went from a party for Atlanta 
to an abject disaster with a quickness. Yeah. Wait, that wait, was did, did Jameis say that they didn't have a game plan? Did he just say that no? He just no said like once you get down twenty six ten, there's no in game two plan. Minute, in the two minute, Joel, you're just looking at the matchups and you're flinging oh, it. Okay. I, I will, I will say before Kevin answers, like that made me a little uneasy. Like, don't you need a game plan? Like, if you're good at preparing and you're, you know. But Kevin, you were able to watch on the direct TV stream. I heard people on the internet it was crashing and burning. No, I was. It was fine for me. But I mean, it did. I was trying to think of a game for the Saints besides the Redskin game, maybe in 2017 that happened you that quick where they were. And it is wonderful. Like. <laughs> Do you, can you can you think of another Saints game that happened that like that that turnaround happened so quick? I mean, it just you know uh, another Saints game. No, I, I I'm I have a terrible mind for history, especially while Jude is looking at me uh, like that at the moment. Um, but that was like that was impressive. It face. wasn't even it wasn't even a full quarter. Like it wasn't like the Saints, the Saints were down twenty six to ten. With twelve forty one to play, the Falcons had the ball for nine minutes and thirty yeah. seconds of the fourth quarter. I mean, and, Andrew and said still. it earlier when he was recapping the game, and I, I agree with him. My mother in law texted me. She asked me, she "said Were you nervous?" And I was like, "No, I wasn't nervous. I never thought the Saints had a chance in hell of coming back. This game was out. That's why you're not, you're not wearing a shirt today, Ralph, because you felt like every other Saints fan like- felt that the game was freaking over." And I think part of that is, and I have this in my notes, part of that is is that I, I was really surprised that this was the biggest fourth quarter comeback in Saints history. Why? And like, what, no, what surprises me is that when the fact that this is the, this is a this is this this is a Jameis Winston team. It wasn't Drew Brees that did this. This was Jameis Winston. Like that's what's crazy to me is like you would say if if Ulrich gave us a Saints trivia question next off season and it was which quarterback led the Saints to the largest fourth quarter comeback win in history, immediately Drew Brees and nobody else. But no, the answer now is Jameis Winston. Jameis freaking Winston the is, Saints the guy, were, oh. is the guy that took the Saints down the field twice for two scores of two-point What about like the Miami and the Washington games? Like, I guess he Brees Not, started to come back sooner. Yeah. That? I mean, 16 yeah. is sixteen is kind of a – 16 points in the fourth quarter is kind of a – not a made-up stat, obviously, because it's real, but it's kind of just like a... It's, you said they had nine minutes... If the Falcons had nine and a half minutes of possession time, that means 17 points in five and a half minutes of work. Dude, the, the Saints, Andrew, before yesterday, they were zero and 208 when losing in the fourth quarter by 16. Here's the funniest stat, though, Kevin. Since 2020... That's not a Falcons stat for you. Two, since 2020, I think I know where you're two going. Two NFL teams have blown 16 fourth quarter leads. And they're both the teams. Falcons by themselves have blown three. Yeah, right. I heard that. like that isn't that is incredible. Right. Like they, 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 they've they've be, they've made it an art form. They have perfected on, it. I've, they have. Perfected I've got this. I've got one. I've got one in that vein, Ralph. Uh, over the last three seasons, yeah, that's just NFL it. teams leading by 15 points in the fourth quarter over the last three seasons. 
The Falcons are five and three. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Hang on. All right. They're oh, over 500. They're one over 500. Everybody else in the NFL, 242, two and one. Wow. That's, <laughs> that is incredible. That's that incredible. is absolutely incredible. That's you know, inc- all this time I was being lectured by Saints fans saying, you need to be a better fan. You need to trust in your quarterback. You need to believe in your team. When really all along, I should have been trusting that the Falcons would blow it. That's, That's right. what I should have been banking on. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Here, here's the thing. I'm I'm sad Dave left because Dave really. I'm right here. I don't ever leave. Right. I don't ever. He, By the Dave way, was my, my favorite my favorite post game meme, whatever out of all the stuff that's been happening after this. My favorite one was the Falcons fan who wrote that long post on Reddit or whatever about how being a Falcons fan is like a roller coaster ride where you, you get punched in the dick every time you go over, every time you go down a thing. And I it's mean, like, and you keep going on. You and you ask the owner. You say, Hey, can you do something about that roller coaster? I keep getting punched in the dick. And he says, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we took care of that. You're not going to get punched in the dick anymore. And you still go on that roller coaster. And sometimes you might make it all, you might make it 95% of the way through the roller coaster, but you always get punched in the dick. And then you get off and you say, I'll be back tomorrow. You know, I got to say, when those Falcons fans were exiting, it, it wasn't very morose. It was like, uh, yeah, we've been here before. Yeah. The like, thing it, is, they, to totally, they were to... totally submissive and took like the Saints it, fans. If you don't want to commit suicide and kill yourself, then you have to find the humor in it. There's no alternative. <laughs> here's the here's the crazy part: is Thomas has the the stat up now that the Falcons at one point were ninety seven point one percent win probability. That wasn't their highest. I was when they, they had they third high. and one at the end of the game. They were 99.9% win probability. Wow. When you factor in, they had run for like 200 yards. Um, <sighs> but I want, I'm glad, Dave, here's the thing, because you were a turd in the punch bowl yesterday on the Twitter spaces, which, by the way, almost 2,000 people have listened to total. When you add on, Yeah, he was a total turd. He's like, clock no, management, no, no, you can't no, play I, like I this, blah, blah, it. blah. But, I but listened Dave, to it. He didn't sound I like was, a I was, Well, I was, I was immediately focusing on the negative, well, which was no. – Dennis was, Allen uh, was like Dave. He was Dave, kind of if you had been in that stadium and you had seen what I had seen in the concourse, you would have taken your freaking shirt off. <laughs> you would Dennis, have but Dave, if it makes you feel – You would have pulled your shirt off. You would have gone full Frank the Tank. If, sure. <laughs> if, I don't Dave, if it makes you feel any better – 
Dennis Allen, after the game, was kind of like you. He was a turd in the punch bowl. Uh, Thomas, play that sound bite of Dennis Allen. It's his job. I to said be the this turd a couple of weeks ago. You guys asked me about the team. And our team is tough and gritty, and that's what I love about them. And that's exactly the way they played in this game tonight. It wasn't perfect. There's a ton of things that we got to get cleaned up. I told them all in there. Look, enjoy the win, but have tough skin tomorrow because we're not going to win a lot of games playing the way that we did today. We're going to have to play a lot better um, if we expect to be the type of team that we think we can be. And so, But I'm proud of the way that they fought. They competed all the way to the end. We got a little something going when we got into a little bit more of a two-minute type of mode uh, with the offense and got a little rhythm going. So I'm happy that we won the game. A lot of things that we got to get cleaned up, and uh, we'll get back to work tomorrow and see if we can't get them cleaned up. Yeah, I mean, look, he's right. He's the head coach. That's what he's supposed to say. Uh, he's right, though. Uh, they made a lot of mistakes, and I was annoyed. I was annoyed with I, the, the, the penalty for spiking the ball because the clock was already stopped. I can forgive that. I didn't think that was that big of a deal. I was more annoyed after the game that they spiked the ball immediately with like 19 or 20 or whatever that was, 21 seconds left. I know that the Falcons got a- That bothered you more than the Lattimore personal foul? No, the Lattimore personal foul, it did, because I felt like uh, if they had, I didn't, real, I didn't realize at the time that the Falcons had their timeouts, so, uh, but I thought that they could have run the clock down all the way down to three seconds and then kicked the field goal instead of spiking it immediately. So my thinking was like, all this Lattimore shit would never, ha- should have even happened because the game should have been over. It was- but. But at the very least, like Andrew said before we were talking before the game, they should have they had enough time that they could have at least one run a play, run a quick play, pass to the outside, uh, and or two, let the clock run down, maybe hope that the Falcons are stupid to not even call their timeout. You never know. They're really dumb. Uh, or three, at least make them use the timeout. But I hated that they just ran up and spiked the, the but just the clock management was it was it, it, it was poor, and and oh, Dennis man. Allen knows it. We bad. all know it, and yeah, it was bad. And uh, you know, you want to look on the bright side. Shut up! You want to look on the bright side. You know, they showed, like he said, they showed a lot of grit out there. It seems like we still have that the team that has fun and loves each other. Although I did not see any like dancing. Although yeah, there, was, was a... there was, there okay, was. Oh my God. Demario Davis after the game okay. had a Falcons ride well, flag in the post game. I know this is an away game though. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, were they doing the smoke and the lighting? And was it yeah, like, they were, club, they were... it was clubbed up? They all did clubbed it, up. Okay. It. Okay. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. All right. Speak... I was afraid that was going to go away with, I'll with find it and send it to you, David. No, well, I, I, I just, I was just afraid that it was going to go with Peyton. Speaking but, of, but no, stop, stop. But, uh, so you want you you want to take the good? That's the good. You, they they showed a lot of heart. They showed a lot of grit. This team still got it. They can still pull it together. But yes, just but like you said, Ralph, it's like this is week one is like the fourth preseason game since they got yeah, rid of one of the preseason really games. So this is they they got lucky. They got away with a win. They made a lot of mistakes. They didn't look fresh. They didn't look great. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, oof. Uh, but. It is you don't you don't have to be great this at this point in the season though. I know well, that's, the, you just right. gotta that's, get the win. That's the, exactly the, right. That's exactly the the right. offense was Jameis at one point had five yards passing, Kevin, but obviously the end it was tremendous. But maybe one of the biggest things is Michael Thomas is back. He looked amazing on the field and he looked amazing off of it. Thomas, play that video of Michael Thomas after the game. He looks tremendous. 
You're surrounded by great players and great coaches, a great organization. All you have to do is just, when your number's called, make your play. And um, I wish I could have made more. Uh, I feel like I left a couple plays out there, but um, we'll watch the film. We'll get that corrected, and uh, we'll come back and do better. I mean, you feel like my, I feel like Michael Thomas is back, Kevin. Uh, your nipples are getting harder, Ralph. Yeah, they I, <laughs> cut glass. I tell you, I'm uh, I'm not ready to the, look as, as a guy who has him on his fantasy team. I'm grateful that he got the two. Oh shit! Hang on, sorry. Goddamn auto playing videos. I hate this crap. Um, fix that. ESPN.com. Anywho, as a guy who has Michael Thomas on his fantasy football team, I, I am very happy with the two uh, touchdowns. I I would like to see sort of a, a consistency throughout. Like, he he was non-existent through the first three quarters of the game. I mean, just like the rest of the Saints offense. So, well, this is... I, I well, just I, I just want to see something in week two that, that lets me say, okay, he's, he's making plays throughout the entire course of a game. It's not backs up against the wall uh, sort of stuff. But look, Two touchdowns is still two touchdowns. How is much? It, I mean, that's that's what I, I wanted to bring that up, but I I already I didn't want to continue being Davy Downer here uh, and being <laughs> negative Nancy. But, but you're you know, about to, to do it. Well, but to Kevin's point, Michael Thomas he only showed up for one quarter. Uh, quarter that counts. So I know, I know. So like, well, they all count, Ralph. How how does it? How does <laughs> this? How do you? How do you? How does this whole thing get weighted? Like, is he back? Is Mike Thomas really back, or did he just make a couple of good catches? Uh, well, the thing is, though, times. I mean, he was and, going against I mean, AJ question, Terrell. I know, okay. I know. But but the other thing is, is like Kevin said, the entire offense sucked. So you know, how much? Andrew, you're the tape watcher. How much of the Saints' offensive problems on the offensive line? were like physical Gene, just dudes getting first. whipped and how yeah. much of it was atlanta had them on tilt and like they just didn't know what was happening uh i i think it, it was never like one guy you know i think that's tougher when thank you, it had you john thank you yeah thanks man um you know i think it's it's more difficult when you have one guy that's really struggling and getting beat consistently because then it's like okay we might have to deal with the replacement uh, I, I was getting a lecture earlier today uh, about what was going on because I, I threw some theories out there and they were all apparently they were all terrible. And I was yeah. told as much. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think there was a lot. Uh, look, and Dennis Allen had a press conference that was a good reminder about this today. And, he, you know, look, it's not just the offensive line. Like when you see those sacks and you see pressure, your immediate instinct is all oh, us blame Cesar Ruiz and, and the offensive line is terrible. But. The way it was explained to me is uh, Kamara missed a couple pickups. Jameis, uh, Jameis looked w- shook for a J- little bit. Jameis Winston, his drops were too deep, and then he wasn't stepping in the pocket. He wasn't getting rid of the ball. There were guys that were open. So, like, there, there was a couple on him. There was a couple on Kamara. Uh, there certainly was – there was one on McCoy. There was one on Hurst. There was maybe a couple on Ruiz. But, like, it wasn't one guy that was screwing up. And, like, the communication was poor. The pre-snap IDs were poor. Um, so – you know, that's one thing like that's a work in progress. And I think you get better at that stuff as you start to see it every week. And I do think the lack of continuity, the lack of playing in the preseason, I'm with you. Like this felt like a fourth preseason. It game. felt like and, I watched a lot of teams that they look like they ain't tackled all month. 
Andrew, yesterday, like a lot of teams. Andrew, it sounds like you're saying the offensive line coaching is doing a terrible, terrible job and they should all be fired. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) You're really backing me into a corner here. Dave, (laughs) cut that out until until, until we get off stage Friday, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Um, Kevin, I have a Make sure you wear that shirt, Dave. I have parents. <laughs> Kevin, I have a theory. By the way, that's a great meme. That this is this is a this is a Cariello held uh, collaboration. Yeah, collaboration. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> compilation, but that would not have been the right word. But uh, love child. Here, here's the <laughs> thing, Kevin. That I was my theory is the like Saints, El- Elton John, and uh, Bernie Taupin. The Saints' defense, when they play a team that does the read option, it's like me trying to pronounce names. It's just never going to go well. Yeah. But when I don't have to pronounce names, things can be okay. And, like, we shouldn't worry about the Saints' defense because, like, Tom Brady is a statue. And, like, yeah, the defense stunk against Atlanta, but, like, they always suck against mobile quarterbacks. And they were good when it counted yesterday so like don't panic about the defense that's my theory uh, uh, look uh, how good is the how good is tampa's offensive line like that's they're, my that's my not good and they got more people injured they're gonna be without their left tackle if they if if brady has protection then that's trouble that's that that's all i'm worried about yeah that's it if he has time in the pocket uh i'm i'm terrified but he never has time again in the pocket against the Saints. Not not even in the playoff game that he won. I'm just look. By the this way, this team, we, we all thought, oh man, the defense it's going to be a carryover from last season, uh, much the same. And for three quarters, it it, it was looking bad, or, or a little over three quarters. It was looking, <laughs> it was looking sus. So I would prefer to not have that going in against Tampa because like, okay, fine. We've had their number for like the last several years, but I don't want to give, I don't want to let Tom Brady get a win over the saints in what might be his last year. Like at all, I would prefer the saints to continue to own Tom Brady. Yeah, I, need, I, need the saints, I need the saints to look amazing. It's going to be my fir- my son's first saints game. I need the saints to just win like 45, nothing. Dave, I hate to say this, but kind of getting used to you topless. This is uh, <laughs> starting to just feel normal. You having, you having feelings <laughs> you never knew you had? Um, yeah, zoom in, enhance, enhance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> never do that again. No, do Tomas. it all. The time. Never do that again. Andrew's not here, Dave, but I feel like Peyton Turner blocked the field goal. We just saw it like three times. From Thomas, <laughs> yeah. great job on the video. I feel like Peyton Turner. He can never be called a bust again. Yes, he can. Yeah, yes, no, he, can. he blocked the field goal. Like he's never Peyton Turner's never. He can never he be called a job. bust again. Because he blocked the yeah. field goal. Okay, but we. <laughs> We, the we, Saints should have, didn't, we should have given up three first-round picks. I was about to say, the Saints didn't spend a first-round pick on, on a defensive end just to block a field goal. They The plan was for him to uh, – is that Smith and Cross? The plan was for him to uh, – Old-fashioned, actually, Bourbon. Yeah, play, just, play defensive end. I'll be yeah. more impressed no, – never mind. I won't say that. I'm really being a downer here. I just – but Andrew <laughs> – Dave, you are the freaking worst, man. 
No, great play, on, Peyton. You're the best. You're great. Look, you were you were named after Sean Payton. You're look, already Jameis. Jameis Winston. I'll be the first to say that he sucked. Sucked for three quarters. He was terrible. Offensive line didn't block. The running game was poor. I think Pat Quarterell Patterson. I think he just broke another 15 yard run. All right. I think that just happened. All right. So there's plenty to complain about. But the Saints are one to know. They sit atop the NFC South. All right. They beat the Falcons on the road. What's the problem here? 53 and 53 all time series. I know. I know. We have this. We have this argument every God, year. Drink up, but here's the, I've been. I'm on my, here's the thing, though. Like they, Andrew doesn't know in, football. In 2018, they lost to Ryan Fitzmagic. They barely beat the Cleveland Browns, who had lost like 50 in a row, and they it took like six missed field goals for them to do it. They barely beat it. Like they were a hot mess till like the middle of October in 2018. Like just win the freaking games early. Man. What I'm, what I'm right. What I'm telling myself hey, is, is this is this is week four of preseason. Awesome. Dave would rather the Saints look awesome and somehow get jobbed by the refs and lose by a field goal, totally unfairly. <laughs> Like, no. that would somehow be better no. for Dave than to look no. terrible for three quarters and beat the Falcons on the road. No. I mean, the the ultimate goal is to truck every team you play for 17 weeks plus three weeks in the postseason. Yeah, that's unrealistic. That's the oh, – I understand it's unrealistic, but that's the goal. That's the that's the platonic form. That's what you're trying to get to. Uh, and this game, the end result is great, is what we wanted, but – what we saw, what was out there on the field, was nothing close to that. that I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier. I prefer it this way. Yeah, it's I it's much, fun. When I you prefer it. What, what happened? What happened to Jan Hoku made the kick? Well, the then it would suck. 15, but he if didn't. If <laughs> what if I had to work an arm? Nine to nothing. What then if the I knew Falcons how to like, they're all leaving in the second quarter, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're terrible. What are you going to do? This was much more painful for them. Yeah. How many people? How, by the way, how many Saints, how many Saints fans left the stadium uh, early? Early. Here's my question to you, Kevin. Well, did, as you, we... did you see that? Did you see that? Uh, Do we need none... to call out a certain sector of Saints fans? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Here's my question to you, Kevin. As we pile on Atlanta, because that's what most of the people have come to this live stream for. Um, I firmly believe. The Falcon oh, season. Oh, I got another story. Keep going, but I got another story. I forgot. To the say. Falcon season, Kevin, will never be as good as it was when they were up twenty-three to ten and had third and five from the Saints fourteen, and they were about to bury the Saints and cruise to a victory. Their season's never going to be as good as it was in that moment, and it's going to be all downhill the rest of the year for them. That's my theory. Yeah. Yeah, do you agree like, with it? Like, like, what do you like? What do you want? I mean, do you want? Do you agree with it? I mean, yeah, no, I agree. I would also submit the post game presser in which their coach, uh, the, the 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 guy who looks like he sells uh, used Volvos and was out on a weekend bender at some shady rain. casino across the river. Uh, Thank you. That Mexican guy that. is like laying waste to the Atlanta sports media, saying you guys buried us before the season, so keep on burying us. It's nothing new. And then he stormed off like a giant toddler. Like I love that. <laughs> I love that. It was that. amazing. I should have. Thomas, is Mexi Hood out? Is that your wife, Ralph? Is she no, it's not. Th- Thomas, that's a fail by me and you. We needed the Arthur Smith storm off. It's a terrible job by us. Yeah. 
terrible. All right, <laughs> so here, here's my other story real quick. So after the game, we, we go to some market in Atlanta to go get dinner. And, Pond uh, City Market. Pond, Pond City. City Market, yeah. And there was a cool, like, microbrewery there and um, a bunch of – My son food. got a, a, a spicy chicken biscuit sandwich that was freaking ridiculous. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but we're hanging out, and my dad's my dad. Shout out to my dad who hooked us up with the tickets. It was, I mean, it was a my dad. Experience. He had a just like a Saints polo on you with like a small fleur de lis on it. I had I had a a Saints Happy Hour T shirt, and my son was wearing a Michael Thomas jersey. So we're just sitting there. Uh, by the way, Dave, what reminded me of this was that there was another Saints fan there. So you know, we give him the obligatory hoot at. And we're like, did you go to the game today? He's like, yeah, I left in the third quarter because it wasn't looking good. And we're just like, you're right. the worst. F you are that the guy. freaking worst. F yeah. that guy. If anybody <laughs> we, knows we were that giving guy. Him hell. Yeah. We were, I, had, I had been drinking, and I was telling him, like, man, do you, dude, that's like, you, you need to turn in your jersey right now. Mm. Like, you need to go shirtless like Ralph. Get, hand me your jersey. <laughs> but uh, so we're sitting there, and this guy. If, you don't, this if old, you don't love me at 17 to 10, you don't deserve me at 28 to 27 or whatever. Right, right. So we're sitting there, and this older gentleman comes up to us, and he sees us all in Saints gear, and he's like, did you guys go to the game today? And we're like, yeah, of course. And he's like, I was part of the chain gang. We're like, what? What? He's like, yeah, I was on the sideline. Like, I was holding the yard marker. And so I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, Are you on the Saints side, right? In the second half, he's like, yes. So I'm like, okay. And so I start asking him these questions, you know, and I'm like, What's it like on the sidelines? Like, you definitely heard some things like, spill it all. Tell me everything. What was in so, that tent that they gave to Jameis? Yeah, right, right. Did they give we'll did, get to did that at Cameron the Jordan, did he give him the good Rona? Um, came back out of that tent playing way better. But so he, he was telling me that he lived in Alabama and he like refs high school games and he drove two hours to do this to collect a paycheck from the Atlanta Falcons to hold a freaking yardstick. Apparently you got, like they got bucks too. Apparently they gotta get dudes from Alabama to do this. They can't get local Atlanta guys. But um so he, he's telling me that like he refs he and, he and then he'll go to like college football games and he'll do the yardstick for them too. He's like, you know, high school and college, like people are pretty respectful of the refs, they're pretty cool. He was telling me like in NFL games, they are it's like mental and and verbal abuse from start <laughs> to finish. He's like, the coaches are going, F you, F this, F that. Like, he's like, it's nonstop berating. And he said that when that Jarvis Landry play happened, when they spiked the ball and the flag came, he, he said that refs, like, for the rest of the game, the Saints staff were laying into the refs on every play being like, you're an effing idiot. You don't know what you're talking like, it was, it was just, like, obscene, he was telling me. <laughs> and I'll tell you like, what, maybe – Maybe if NFL refs didn't have a track record, a years-long track record of fucking up consistently, then maybe we treat them with respect. They might get the benefit of the doubt sometimes. You remember the you remember the scab ref ordeal? You remember the scab oh my god ordeal? oh god the fail Mary? Remember? Hang on. And do you remember when the regular refs came back and they showed video of Ray Lewis or whoever the hell shaking a ref's hand before game? Remember all that goodwill? It was gone in a week. <laughs> the real refs 
suck just as much as the motherfuckers they were pulling off the street. (laughs) You could have called in the guy from Bama. You could have called in a guy from one of those islands off of Alaska in the Bering Strait. Could have called the guy from uh, Castle Rock in Maine. That's a fictitious town. Could have had them come in here and they'd have done just as good a job as, as as the squad that was out there. Okay? I mean, oh, they're getting yelled at. They're getting yelled at. This is a professional sport. Grown men making money, getting paid millions of dollars. There are millions of dollars at stake in sports books all across this country. And it depends on you doing a good job. On you not fucking up. The more well, I think you can't it, hack it. Thing, you can't regardless hack it of the result, that. Dave is complaining either way, so maybe it doesn't matter the, that much. I can't believe that the Saints still won that game after the refs just I can't, bent I can't them over it. repeatedly at the end. I, I can't like it. that the Saints ended up winning is maybe the most shocking thing of all. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. After the after the clock it. struck all zeros, Jameis, uh, Will Lutz. Uh, Jarvis, Thomas, all of them. They all should have put on uh, plastic masks of former presidents, got into a van, and sped the hell away like it was point break because (laughs) they stole that motherfucker. (laughs) And I am delighted. Is it the greatest heist in Saints history? (laughs) Don't forget, if they're going to be like point break, they got to moon them at the end on their way out. I'm I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Dennis Ralph, Allen. Ralph, technically to answer your question, I mean, you could make that argument. It was the largest fourth I mean, quarter comeback yeah, in Saints I mean, history, so you could I, say it was the greatest it, heist in Saints history. Here's my question. Does this I've make looked. up for does this make up for the no call? You guys no. are so excited about it. No, this. nothing no. makes no. nothing. <laughs> Dave, literally I'm just kidding. I'm just a Lombardi kidding. cannot make up for the no call I, because they cheated I, Drew out of a title. But yeah. here here's my question I want everybody to answer. And and you can include you can include new signings and you can include Guys returning from injury, who was the biggest addition to yesterday's win? And you can you can you can use Michael Thomas, Lutz, Landry, Honey Badger. You can pick whoever you want. Dave, who was the biggest addition yesterday? I mean, apparently, according to you guys, it's Peyton Turner. But uh, no, I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with Jarvis Landry. And by the way, when did he change to five? When did that happen? You like, guys need to like yesterday, me. Saturday. Yeah, like, I, I had Sunday. no. When, when Chauncey Gardner Johnson got traded, Ingram I know, took twenty two. I know. So he gave up he five, got, and Landry immediately took five. Yeah, I, yeah, I, oh, I got it, all that. You see that, and then Jimmy the Graham thing. tweeted Lutz. the the little like you know the the emoji where he's like cut the glass over his eye, implying that eighty just opened up. Oh. See that, dude. <laughs> I did not see that. Uh, but wait, so, you know, we talked about this in the offseason. So isn't that pass? Did Jarvis Landry have to buy up no, all of these? No, because he doesn't have any, because he didn't have any Saints jerseys with his number. Like, well, no, no. NFL.com does the thing where you can just custom order any player. That's custom, walk- though. They don't no, have but- them. They don't have them pre-made. That's not though. pre-order pre-made, yeah. You know? But I still yeah. don't want a jersey with number freaking eighty on it anymore. If he's number five, I want to. I want you to change this shit out. <laughs> Take it up with the Saints store, Dave. I'm just, I think the biggest illegal. No, it's Kevin, not. It is. Kevin not. said, "Customer is always right." 
I'm going to say Lutz too. Like Lutz was he he struggled in warm up. He missed the kick. He hit the he hit the cross. He hit that's the, not uh, a new addition. Right. He, yeah, but he we missed all last year. That doesn't count. It does. I said you can, you can add guys returning from injury or new additions. No, you can get that. you can get a Jarvis Landry jersey number five on NFLShop.com right now. Yeah, now you can. But two days ago, you could have gotten a number eighty. And people uh, bought it, and they want their money back. Dave, Dave complaining about more shit. <laughs> Andrew, people, bef- before we get, <laughs> before we move on to other things, people gave us a lot of crap about Jameis. Me, they gave you a lot of crap about uh, CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were mad about Kawan. Like people were legitimately mad that the Saints didn't keep Kawan. He went to the Jets. Pete Warner. We were worried that he was going to go to like, Philadelphia. I feel them. like he's. It's Kwan. You're Kwan. you're adding Kwan. like an Kwan. A in there. Kawan. It's yeah. Kwan. So Kwan. Yeah. They, they were mad that he left. I thought it was. I thought it was Kawan. I thought it was Kawan. But Pete Warner oh, Kwan. Yeah, Kwan. was really good Not yesterday. Kenner. Pete Warner was really good yesterday. Is my point. Fifteen tackles. And, uh, the, his forced fumble was was a nice play. Um, you got that dog know, in him. That dog in him. It was Huge really good play to see. late. Jameis also got that dog, dog in him. Get him. It was good to see because he, obviously he's had the groin thing that's been bothering him all, all uh, preseason. So yeah, we'll see. Look, Demario next to him. This wasn't Demario's best game, so it's not. It, it felt a little bit like a passing of the torch there. Hopefully, Demario. Oh my God! Come on, could we? Could you? You talk about being a prisoner of the moment. Demario Davis has one bad game, and Pete Warner has one good game, and you're already ready for Demario Davis to retire. Oh no, I didn't say that. I did not say that. I did not. Andrew Malbro, Jesus, that's prisoner of the moment. That's Max, prisoner of the moment. Let's. You could not be more hyperbolic. Dave, I love Dave. Dave is getting Dave, the more hyperbolic he gets, the more indecipherable he becomes. It just <laughs> what you get it and you get it. What? <sighs> anyway, no, I I thought he played really well. I thought he played better than Demario Davis in that game. My um, wife just texted and, me from upstairs saying I'm screaming. Dude, my, my wife worried? does that to me sometimes too. It's frightening the children. That's why I came you, to the basement. You, I don't do it in the main room anymore because she texts me from the second floor and says, you're yeah. too loud. I think, I think you're I screaming. Think, Ralph, you're going to have to send me some podcast money. I'm going to need some like studio time every Monday night. I'm going to have to like you need this, some this foam. Studio. You put some foam on the walls, <laughs> buffer the sound. I'd like to um, put air conditioning. You, you should text first. your wife Jesus. back, Dave, and say, at least I'm not shirtless. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um. You know, can we talk? I mean, if we're going to be negative, if we're if if we're going to criticize something about the Saints pass rush, one QB hit, one no yeah, sacks. It's fine. It's fine though. One Peyton Turner blocked the kick. It's fine. Peyton Turner blocked yeah. the kick. I, I think Patterson yeah, just ran for another eighteen yards. It's fine. We drafted Whatever, him to get dude. sacks and they, rush the quarterback. But it's fine. Brady, he blocked the kick. I'll worry when they can't get to Brady. Until then, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Like and, he's and, always Brady's always the get right game. Yeah, Brady, for the Saints, it's amazing. It's it, it really is amazing. No, uh, and the Dolphins. The Dolphins have beaten Patriots. Yeah, the Dolphins used to beat the the the, the Patriots. 
the heat would melt Brady. The the, the TB12 method doesn't work in the heat, apparently. No. Um, the the Dolphins have beaten the Patriots now four times. Oh, I guess, but yeah, but that's not eight out of ten times. The last yeah. ten, the, the Dolphins in Miami yeah. made me some money. Biloxi Blue says, "Never ever play that effing train horn again, please." <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Dolphins. You won me some money yesterday. This week was crazy. I this 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 week was like an incredible week of football, and I, I don't think it's just it, because it's. And I'm just excited to have it back. I mean, like, well, it's were, weird, you know, Dave. That's a good point. Like the 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 two games went into overtime. There were two blocked that, field goals. Joe Burrow is now zero and two in his last two games. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky won a game. Kirk Cousins has a winning record now against Aaron Rodgers. The the Commanders. You know, Geno Smith is the best quarterback in the league. Right, apparently. Justin Fields won, completing eight passes. But that end of the twelve o'clock games, Dave. No, I wasn't yeah. prepared for it. Like the first week, zone, like it NFL was chaos. Red zone, yeah, NFL red zone must have been the most amazing thing in the world. Uh, at about like three o'clock, when great. all when all of those Dude, games. The were NFL, the AFC South has has no bulletproof. Has, the NFL is went, bulletproof. The man. AFC South went winless this week, and two of the teams played each other. <laughs> you know, if, we're, if we're if we're gonna keep being negative, Dave, how about your boo, Mark Ingram, the fumble yeah, one, yeah. number but two. I mean, yeah. What if, if the Saints are gonna go for two and they're gonna go Wildcat Ingram instead of Taysom? Yeah, what I the can't. hell was that? That was. Here's the thing, <laughs> Taysom. If you, Kevin, if you just played. If you showed somebody just video of Taysom against the Falcons, I think they would believe Sean Payton's theory that he was going to be the next Steve Young. Like, he is the Falcons' daddy. Like, Taysom versus the Falcons is incredible. We always talk about Galloway. Let's talk about uh, Steve Smith. He did a whole bracket of Saints villains. And where where does Taysom rank in among Falcoholic? Falcoholic had two whole paragraphs on Taysom and things that went wrong. He's like, I freaking hate Taysom. <laughs> you think yeah, of a bigger be, I would love Falcon see, killer than Taysom Hill, Kevin? I would Cam- love to see them. Uh, I would love to see them uh, d- do a d- do a Saint- Falcon villain Jim. bracket. I mean. I, I don't know. I, I that's it's got to be Drew Brees. Like Cam, it has to be Drew Brees. Cam. You think they hate yeah. Drew though? Mike Smith. It was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tweeted that they were like, they "You did. cannot tell me Mike Smith is still not on the Atlanta Sound." <laughs> right. Exactly. I, that, that's what I was saying yesterday. Uh, as this collapse was happening, I was like, "Is Mike Smith? Mike Smith is back." This is this is the most Mike Smith game I've ever <laughs> Mike Smith from behind the curtain is Fat Anderson the, Cooper, the puppet master, AKA Mike Smith. <laughs> so I also thought it was funny that the Bears got penalized for illegal use of a towel, but before Deshaun Watson ever got in <laughs> trouble for using a towel or not. Can we tweet the Falcoholic right now and ask them? Like where where does Taysom Hill rank on all time Falcons? Somebody do that for you. Guys? I mean, Drew is obvious. I mean, Kevin's right. Drew's Drew is right. Drew, yeah. But yeah, well, here, Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan for sure. Here's the thing, Dave. Your baby, the hotline. Oh yeah, let's go. Come the, on, the hotline. 
because this week's well, uh, let me let me do the let me do the intro first. It's time for the this week's hottest take of the week, sponsored by JLD uh, Hot Sauces and Knives. If you want winning hot sauces like Dave Bootjalukia or Reaper Madness Special Reserve, go to www.jldsharpsauce.com. They have incredible jellies such as palm and pepper. They also have an incredible selection of handmade knives for cooking, hunting, and outdoor needs. Check out the Zombie Quartering Cleaver and tell me it's not the best damn quartering cleaver you ever saw in your life. Jerry Embler is a tremendous supporter of Saints Happy Hour, so we are asking you to support the people who support Saints Happy Hour. Go to www.jldsharpsauce.com to get the best hot sauces and knives at the best prices anywhere. Use promo code Saints Happy Hour to get 10% off. That's www.jldsharpsauce.com. And by the way, Jerry sent Dave, he sent you like a giant box of samples that should be um, arriving tomorrow. It's going to be arriving tomorrow, and we'll be handing them out to people. So you can try Jerry's amazing freaking hot sauces. You're going to freaking love it, and you're going to buy them. You're going to go, oh, you're going to go to you're going to go to JLD Use the code Saints Happy Hour and get ten percent off. But this week's hot take of the week is the glorious, glorious Wait. Saints Happy Hour hotline. It is a journey. We had a kid calling in. We had a wife yelling at her husband, and we had somebody wondering if the injury tent is magic. Thomas, play the hotline. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. It's halftime, and uh, I think I'm done uh, watching the Saints because uh, – we're getting destroyed on both lines. The offensive line looks like shit. The defensive line looks like shit. Cesar, Cesar Ruiz is garbage. Uh, is it <laughs> wow. too late to put Throckmorton in? Should we just go ahead and put him in now? I'm, I uh, I don't think I'm overreacting. I know it's halftime, but uh, the Falcons uh, are the worst team in the NFL. Vegas has them winning four games this year, so uh, this is probably one of them. Uh yeah, I'm uh, I'm depressed. I don't think I'm watching the rest of this game. This is depressing. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go drink some beers. But what the f- is in the tent? That's all I gotta know. What the f- is in the tent? Um, the Saints game that just happened today was extremely epic. Um, <laughs> it was very tight. And spoiler alert: there was a block punt. Just FYI, so that was it was an amazing game. Mike Thomas, two tutties? My newborn baby just got to witness me have a mental breakdown. Welcome to San, uh, Saints fan <laughs> fandom, bud. Woo, who that? I wasn't worried the whole game because I knew Jameis and Olave and, uh, and Jameis and Olave and Landry, they'd get it together. I, nice. I, I think. <laughs> I, I wasn't worried at all. And you guys that were asking for Andy Dalton, you just have no faith. You need to have faith in your team. I knew this was going to happen. Dude's full of shit. Man, the fourth quarter <laughs> Saints are just unswappable. Four, they just scored 17 points to three, basically saved their asses from a horrible first three quarters. Winston was just magical in the fourth quarter. I guess when you don't blitz him, he looks good. And then who first actually blocked the field goal? 
I can't believe Paige Turner actually impacted the game in some way or another. And Michael Thomas is back. He's back. The boogeyman Butterich. is, in fact, back. So I've been listening to you guys um, since last season, and this is my first phone call. But I have – I'm in shock right now. But it wouldn't be a Saints season opener without the stress that we're about to feel for the whole season. Who dat, baby? I'm calling straight from Megatron's butthole to tell y'all that Falcon fans' tears taste even better on their home field. Who dat, baby? Yeah, man, I called earlier about the tent, and now I'm pretty shook. Because as happy as I am, I think that that could be used to – Cure a whole lot of things that are wrong with this world. Whatever it is, we need a forensic analysis on whatever is in that tent. We need to save it. I mean, the hotline's strong. That's a strong hotline. This is not even my favorite. This is this is diverse. We had men, women, children, people that were pissed off and ready to quit. They called in before the, the game ended. Wise. Oh, that was that was the funny part. Was that guy was saying all that stuff? He's like, I I knew the whole time in my head. I'm thinking this guy's <laughs> full of shit. And then, and then his wife calls him on. I'm like, okay, good. I'm I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this gonna become a thing this year? Where that was Saints great, players guys. get injured, they go into the tent and they're like, hell yeah, he's going in the tent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we get tent emoji. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go, getting injured now just became really great. But by the way. <laughs> If Marcus Davenport is in a career year. Put him in the tent. Put him in the tent before he gets hurt. By the way, if you're a patron, you get the unedited hotline. This is a condensed that version. Was great. If that you're was a patron, amazing. you get the, the hotline is longer and more uncensored uh, version. Uncensored, yeah. Not all games are going to be chamber. Not all, not all games this season are going to be this exciting and going to get you as pumped, but you still got to keep bringing the uh the, the voicemails, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Seattle won. Uh, I thought they would be dog poop. Wow. So there you go. Geno Smith. Geno took down uh, old Russ Wilson. That's huh? right. So, uh, Thomas, hit the, uh, hit the take it to the top so I can give the people f- naked finger guns. All right. And then after I this, we got to do, uh, we got to do two lane minute. Okay, fine. <laughs> you get 25 seconds. Tulane, if they don't win nine games, they should run roughshod through that conference. They're 2-0. and The Lutz, Blake Gillikin, where are you at? That's right. Disgraceful. All right, Thomas. Next question. Okay, first question of the show. Ben Ruffalo asks, will 26 to 10 replace 28 to 3 for us moving forward? Good question. No. Mm. I think it might. Really? I, I don't know because, you know, here, here's my know. here's my argument on this. Saints related. It's more yes. topical for us. Yes. Right. Well, yes, exactly. 28 to 3. Yes, that's great. We get to enjoy it. Yes, the stage was bigger. National stage Super Bowl. But the Patriots did that. We didn't do that. We yeah. did twenty six to ten. The and Saints they updated the fail cake in their stadium. In yeah, their, I, the the Rouse has updated we, the fail cake. No, 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 no,
I got a lot wrong with what you just said, Ralph. First of all, Bromart did Bromart, the that's right. Sorry. Okay. Rouse's, in fact, I'm glad you mentioned this. Rouse's was selling the Rise, Rise Up, up that's cookie right. cakes beforehand. Uh, so let's not, no. But uh, I was going yeah, I asked you guys, should we get one of those fail cakes? For we the need to get that. And we need to pass it out during the show. So yeah. our. Yeah. yeah. Everybody gets a sweet taste of the Saints' victory. Sweet nectar. Uh, yeah, it's good. So, next question: well, Can we get a nougat cake? <laughs> it just has Dave's face on it. <laughs> Saints Rabbit says Nola.com had T-shirt orders for twenty-six to ten rolling last night. Thomas, what's the next question? It's up there. Read it. Next question from Don Checo. He asks, do we consider moving Pete to left tackle and Hurst to left guard or start another guard? Hurst was really bad. Was Pete any better? No, Pete was all right. All right. Well, then, yes, move him to left tackle. I'll say this about James Hurst. The idea of James Hurst is always better than the reality of James Hurst. Right. Well, and I'll say this too also because Andrew said it earlier, but Andrew said the offensive line coaching is was really the issue here. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I know in the building they were happy with the play of the offensive line, believe it or not. In the fourth game. No, no, like for the game. Oh, I mean, yeah. They, they, they kind of felt like, I mean, obviously there's stuff to clean up top to bottom, the whole team. But um, you know, like I said – like Dennis Allen said in his press conference, I think there's a lot of times where, first of all, when you watch the game and you watch the tape, like it's impossible for us to know. Like you don't yeah. know what blitzer was called out. You don't know what line <laughs> rotation was called. So like it might look like Ruiz made a mistake, but it might be that well, the blitzer wasn't accounted for because he wasn't called out by the ID guy at the, at the pre-snap at the line of scrimmage. You don't know... You know, if Alvin Kamara, instead of running a route, was maybe supposed to see that and 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 come into protection, and maybe he made an error. You don't know if this if Amos Winston dropped too deep, then he didn't climb the pocket but, well enough. Like you don't know I, if a receiver ran a wrong route. Yeah, I will Those say this though, factors. Andrew, that that I was looking at uh, the, t- the the tape nerds on Twitter, and they were like, get, even though Atlanta lost. They were like giddy at like Dean Pease. Like he was running some exotic stuff. Like he was running dudes, two dudes in one gap, like one behind the other, like a line. Gap, huh? Like it was, it was weird stuff, and it was confusing the hell out of the Saints. It, Dave, is that a website that you frequent a lot? Two dudes, one gap. Two dudes, <laughs> two dudes, one gap. You're muted, Dave. Oh, sorry, I was saying I've got that website bookmarked. Yeah, I think Next I would question. rather Jalen Hurts than Hurst right now. No, but but yeah, I I do think uh, I think it's more problematic when you're on the road. It makes uh, I will say Falcon Stadium was shockingly silent. Like even when they were well, winning, they stopped pumping in the noise. It was third down. Yeah, they stopped <laughs> piping in the noise. Right, but uh, I mean the dome. There's only one dome, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, and. Uh, I mean, man, it's it's three times as loud. Stillwater really asks, are the Saints asking Kamara to do entirely too much blocking? Uh, he should He's have doing been doing a lot more. Of pick up should have been doing more. 
All right, Thomas. Next question. How often were they doing uh, like tackle eligible plays or adding a six no. lineman? I don't were they, know. Uh, they ever did. Okay. It would be easy for you to tell if you're in the stadium because they'll always like announce that. Right, right. For 67 is eligible. <laughs> it's nice catch, Zach. Okay, next question. Biloxi Blues asks, after week one, veteran contracts do not have to be guaranteed for the entire year. Name two players or positions that the Saints should sign or look for, look to fill on Tuesday. Me, Graham, final answer. Dominican Sue. You, are you really answer. serious? Like, you really want to bring Jimmy Graham yes. back? Like, he's, he, what does he have in the tank? Dave, it's not that I want it. It's that it's happening. Are you saying this? Like, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 you... wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, wait, hang I mean, on a like... minute. Hang on a minute. Is this is this the same Andrew Juge that was making prognostications like, you know, weeks ago and months ago, and somehow they started to come to fruition? Like, like, are you staring? Are you admiring the orb? Is that what's happening? You're sitting in your stone chair admiring the orb and you've seen Jimmy Graham in the orb and you're just like, yes, I think I should buy a boat or, or, or whatever it is that that dude sees in the, in, in, in the orb. Huh? You seen Jimmy Graham? Jimmy, Jimmy Graham's no, old. No comment. Right? We'll see. Uh, Jimmy Graham's like 40 years see what old, happened. right? We'll see. Uh, is Jimmy huh? is old. Hey, hey, yeah. hey he, do you know Jimmy Graham long. played foot, played basketball in college? Do you, do you know <laughs> Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham's a pilot? Did? did you know that? Jimmy How Graham did you play basketball it? in college? Ralph, is that your old Jimmy Graham fathead? It is. Back Jimmy out Graham fathead. Out. No, don't lean over. No, don't lean over. What? What are we doing? Easy. <laughs> Thomas, we Those just got flagged. Those of you listening audio only. Getting bad you know, in five. We're, we're banned from Twitch. <laughs> the ban hammer just. Oh, By the way, do we I even know that Ralph is wearing pants? Is he fully naked? You never know. That's for the Saints Happy Hour only fans. You got to. That's for this. Right. Fifty dollars a month. Uh, that's for Saints <laughs> for Happy Hour. Fifty dollars a month. For fifty dollars a month, you can subscribe to the Saints Happy Hour only fans. There's, there's one person signed to that tier. It's Ulrich. It's Buddy. Yeah, I mean, we we pay fifty dollars to. <laughs> <laughs> to watch they pay me. They pay me to wear pants. <laughs> Butterich is like, I got off easy. Kid. I would have paid a hundred for that. <laughs> <laughs> only fans. Still oh, watches Montadula. only fans. Yeah, look. The more if you pay every every twenty dollars you throw in, Ralph puts on more clothes. <laughs> gonna look like that guy who is who showed up at the Grammys behind Bob Dylan. Just he'll just keep putting on more shirts instead of taking them off. Hmm. Wait, there was a question. Oh, yeah. So Jimmy Graham. So apparently Andrew thinks Jimmy Graham's coming back. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, is this door has this door now opened because Peyton is no longer here? No, oh, they were trying to sign him and bring him back. Okay. Uh, the year the year he signed with the Packers. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the Packers the- went just. You're right. I forgot. Blew the yeah, he, Saints he, out he, the water. Yeah, he's yeah, been yeah, open to money. coming back for a while now. Yeah. I wasn't really more worried about him. I was worried about Peyton. No. All right. Next question. Well, interesting. See. Yeah, we will see, I guess. Yeah. As Jude ponders the orb. Okay, last question of the show, guys. From Christmas. 
With his field goal blocked to preserve the Saints' biggest comeback ever, uh, can yeah, we yeah. all agree that Peyton Turner has lived up to his number one draft pick? Thank you, Chris. Yes, yes. yes final answer. I, I Ring of Honor, Saints Hall of Fame. Covered this ad nauseum, this podcast. It's been a running joke for the last hour. And no, no, he has not. <laughs> Just telling you. Mm-mm. Peyton Turner. You no, know, Dave. Team. As bad as they were, the Saints' defensive line. I just want mm-hmm. to point out, mm-hmm. Peyton Turner mm-hmm. and Marcus Davenport mm-hmm. did play. Both played. Both yeah, played. I know. And 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 finished the game. Both started and finished the game. That's right. Stop BSing the people <laughs> in this country. Get that bad arm ready, Ralph. That's right. <laughs> I, well, I gotta say. Jesus. <laughs> I got to say, Dave, Juwan Johnson is on pace to catch 30 passes. Oh, boy. He, he caught two. So I'm on track to go to the Waffle House and have to address sta- and you, use a Saints player name every time I address the staff. I don't know. That's so lame. Like, I already did that. That's like a copy of mine. It is. I like this. I appreciate the shirtless thing today. This is nice. This well, is, if, if, if patrons want to come good. up with something better. If if the Saints have a tight end catch thirty passive patrons can come up with something better, I'll change it. I I, I picture Ralph looking at the menu at Waffle House and saying, yeah, "Do you have any trout, man?" <laughs> the guy's like, "No, we don't serve." It's like this is Waffle House. <laughs> Sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs> Do you have any kayaks? So- <laughs> So it's there were no utensils in during medieval times. Hence, there are no utensils at medieval times. Would you like a (laughs) refill on your Pepsi? Uh, (laughs) Able guy. All right. So it's time to do game picks. Thomas, update us where we are. Let's look at the graphic then. I I picked Jarvis Landry. By the way. Ooh. Did you lock you did no no wait wait you you did but you uh but you uh, I mean I I ran the poll on uh, Twitter right after the game Andrew and Excuse unfortunately me? for you yeah I asked I asked the Saints Twitter who's the who's your star of the game for the Saints versus Falcons and uh 65.3% for uh, Michael Thomas Michael wow. Thomas even Jameis Winston got more votes than uh, Jarvis You're Landry. telling me that I picked Jarvis Landry, who had seven catches for over 100 yards. You're not going to give me that point. That's, no. That's Twitter says no. Michael Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Digging this, it this, to this Andrew. is already yeah. under protest. I Good already job. protest this. Good job, this is, You know what this is? This is NFL officiating. This is 65% to 17%. Like, this is, this line, is you not yeah. telling me you even get a runoff. That, that I was out of That's bounds, right. and you're, now you're flagging me for intentional grounding for clocking it. That's I what guess, you're doing. I guess, I guess people value touchdowns more than catches, you know? <laughs> and yards. Why do I have – so why am I winning? Why do I have two – Yeah, why is Dave winning? Sick. Uh, Dave, Dave winning? predicted uh, the Saints score uh, correctly. So you get one more point for, you know. 
So but I guess I pick and, a receiver that has over a hundred yards, and that's not good enough for you. That's so well, I guess, no, because you didn't pick the receiver that had the two game winning that, that had fifty yards receiving. Got it. So I guess Dave, Andrew, you can go first. You can do your pick first. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to play anymore. I don't know. Taking my ball and I'm going home. Yeah. You uh, I think points are going to be hard to come by in this game, um, but the Saints do own. Bucks. I, I'm I'm hoping slash hedging that the Saints are going to stop Leonard Fournette. That their run defense is going to turn a corner here, and that they're going to force Tom Brady to beat them, and it's going to be tough sledding for the Bucks. So I'm going to go 13-7 Saints. Oh my God, low scoring game. My player of the game. So Honey Badger, he played okay. He had the fumble recovery, but I, I thought he, you know, he was sick on Friday, and I think he looked a little kind of out of sorts. I think this is his game. I think he he turns a corner here. He feels a lot better. Good week of practice. Doesn't have the illness on Friday. I think t- Honey Badger turns it on. He's my star of the game. Did you lock it in? No. I did not. Nah. Dave, yeah, I, I, I meant to ask uh, Honey Badger. I, I didn't watch the first. I'll admit I, I'm going to rewatch it this past week, but I did not watch the first half of the game. Uh, Lucky you. So, so basically, Kevin watched more of the Saints. That's than you incredible. Did. Yeah, you could you could say that. But so what? Wow. So did, did Teran Matthew like he just looked? Nah, he was all right. Yeah. He made the big fumble recovery, but he was just all right. All right. Um, Kevin, so... did you ever think you would watch more Saints regular <laughs> season snaps than Dave? No, I, I never thought this day would come. Well, it ends after next week. And I mean, I will actually watch the, the entire game, game in, in entirety, uh, if not tonight, tomorrow. Um, so uh, I, I, Andrew and I are on the same page there, I think, as far as points, low scoring game. Uh, I kind of felt the same way, especially after watching the Bucks last night against Dallas. Uh, my God, Dallas. By the way, this this is actually Saints related. Th- McCarthy is not make will not be the coach of the Dude, team Sean by Payton the end of this season. Halloween. No, no, they're not going to hire Sean Payton in the middle of the season. But why McCarthy not? They, might. Be- they freaking might. Uh, I don't know, but McCarthy is gone. There is no way Jerry Jones wants Mike McCarthy anywhere near his football team at this point. And I'm assuming he's going to get cut some point during the season. And uh, obviously, that's going to leave the door wide open for Sean. Yeah, but I think I think your nightmare scenario is in play. I think Dallas could pick like seventh. The Saints get Dallas's first round pick, but they trade the 2024 first to move up from like seven to two to take a guard. Yeah, and I will be very pissed if that happens. Uh, I'm. I am. I've already tweeted out uh, to Jerry Jones that it is going to be expensive uh, if he wants uh, Sean Payton. And did, you really add, did you really add him? I, I added uh, the I Cowboys. Couldn't, I couldn't find his ad. So. I added the Cowboys. I said, call Airline Drive, ask for Mickey. Wait, let me ask you this, Kevin. Would it be a bigger injustice than Jarvis Landry having seven catches for over 100 yards and not being the star of the game? Uh you you have no hill to you know this is that was like one of the main storylines was crazy eyes mike thomas is back here's the thing pay here people on the live stream every week i want you to make sure whoever andrew picks for mvp in a game doesn't win 
I want you to make sure that even Jameis got more falls than Landry, man. Landry sucked, man. We're gonna rig this like Barstool (laughs) rigged uh, Nickelodeon's MVP for Mitch Trubisky. Aaron Matthews literally gonna have two pick sixes and Lutz misses one extra point. You're gonna win anyway, Andrew. Don't worry, don't worry, Andrew. Dave, what's your Dave? What's your anyway? Anyway, Uh, (laughs) got way off topic there. Uh, I'm picking the Saints, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna go Saints seventeen, Bucks thirteen. So oh again, God. low scoring, not as Jesus. low scoring as uh, as Andrew. And uh, he didn't come for me through through for me last week. We're still early. He's still got fresh legs. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna pick my boy Mark uh, Ingram back in number twenty two. Mm-hmm. Happy to see it. Let's go. Let's roll. Did you pick Mark Ingram last week? Yes. I see, I feel he like did. that should deduct points. Oh, this doesn't work like that. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. <laughs> and just out for the blood. Oh, let's see. You're seeing the competitive nature of me come out. I know. I don't enter uh, competitions unless I try to win. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta Talk see to you, you people. <laughs> you people you people are cowards. Saints thirty five to seven. Thomas <laughs> Lock. Wow. In. Wow. Lock it in. Oh, my God. I'll have what he's having. Jameis Winston, player to game. MVP talk for Jameis. He's throwing four tutties. He's running for another one. It's going to be a freaking party in the Dome, son. You know, it's funny. People are already talking about Jameis Winston for MVP. I hung out with a friend of mine this weekend. He was like, hey, did you see that guy that was saying uh, Jameis Winston was going to be MVP? And I'm like, show this to me because this guy has to be an idiot. Like, look, I love Jameis. I want him to succeed. But he's not going to be the MVP of the freaking league. Maybe he's the back player of the year. Yeah, maybe. And here's Ralph, shirtless, before (laughs) thine eyes. uh, And he's saying the same Stupid crap. Uh, God, it doesn't get any dumber. If this this happens, Evan will do the live show shirtless. (laughs) This is first take. I don't even know who this guy is. Some guy on first take. Sure. Sure. If the Saints pistol whip the Bucks and Jameis Winston looks tremendous in the process, I will do the show shirtless. Yes! I will do the show shirtless. Will you wear wrestling tights? I mean, yeah, but you're not going to see them. Who is this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know who this is, but it's on first take with Stephen A. Smith. And this guy is so crazy for picking Jameis Winston as the NFL MVP of the year. He's it, making it, Stephen A. Smith look like the same normal one on this set right now. Is, did Jameis one of one go on Stephen A. Smith? I, I, yeah, I know. You would think. You would think. Kevin, what'd you pick? Uh, this guy so, is making Stephen A. Smith look like the normal one. Kevin, what's you know your how pick? hard you have to what you have to do to make Stephen A. Smith look like the normal one? <laughs> That's right. Kevin, what's your pick? Gentlemen. Start your engines. I we have liftoff. I have disappointed all of you. Oh yes, you have. Oh, I'm leaving. God. I'm leaving. Yeah, not gonna work here anymore anyway. <laughs> nice. Good sound. Bucks, oh my 27. God. Saints, 21. Oh. Turn of the Kevin. game, Jawan Johnson. Oh. 
Oh. Wow. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes. Yes, it's horrible. This idea. Ugh. You can hear did you lock it in? Drop here on the podcast. That's great. Did you lock it in? No, I did not lock it in. Nah. So. Wow. Well, it's not. I'm. I'm. I'm still hoping for ESPN to go. Uh, you know, bucks across the board. Hmm. I'm rooting for that. Hopefully, probably seems to work out well for us. Uh, the Stillwater said, "I'd be worried if you didn't pick the bucks." We need to mix. It's maybe we need there to mix. There we go. Up. We can't have same. We can't have Florida Lee's across the board every week. You know? Jude just pondering the orb. Jason Champagne wants you, Kevin. He wants you shirtless with the Nacho Libre mask. I don't have a Nacho Libre mask. And Dream and Dreamo said it was uh. Bart Bring Scott. the Nacho Libre mask. Bart and Scott. Scott. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. So we don't have a clip of the week because Thomas said it wasn't up to quality. It wasn't didn't meet the quality standards, right. the high standards. I'll do the pod. I will not only do the podcast shirtless. I will wear these the entire time. Oh wow! Ooh, oh I'll take no! That. Wait, this is a punishment for uh, for you or for us? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I will occasionally stand up and, and turn around so you can see it. Saints Rabbit says we need the traditional everyone except Terry Bradshaw picking against the Saints. That always brings us uh, good luck. The good juju. Uh, there. So, yeah, Thomas said that the clip of the week didn't meet his high standards. So we don't have a clip of the week. Get with the program. I, don't know, I know it's I don't week know one. Come on, people. Pick mean? it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Got a lot of potential. Of content like it week. wasn't funny? Like they, they just clipped like a random? Yeah, I don't know. Thomas, explain it. No time to explain. No time. <laughs> that's, Pol- that's Polish for I forgot to do it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, I like that. So, it's listen. Less meats and cheeses for you this week. Just just incredible show tonight. Uh, and by the way, the, the Friday show is going to be amazing at Port Orleans. We, I don't even know the RSVP number, but we still have some cups left. RSVP if you haven't, so you can get your boys or back up. My wife has done an amazing My job. Wife. My wife. We got, we got a freaking stage. We got yeah. Andrew from Sports Drink. He's going to help us out running the audio. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have uh, Budridge help us out with trivia. Um, the next time we get together, it's going to be in person. It is. It's going to be It's going to be freaking amazing. Go to Port Orleans. Join oh, us. Fun's going to start at. If you've always wanted to meet Nick Underhill, he'll be there. Yeah, maybe some trying, other. No, I'm trying. You're trying to beg uh, Zach Streif to be there. We'll see. You're gonna. You're gonna let Nick Underhill get accosted by our fans. Yeah. Who, uh, who needs friends when they have enemies like you, Andrew? That's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Connor Payton might come. Yeah, likely. Think Can we get him a chair? Fight. We want Sean Payton's brother. That's who I want. That's who we want. Give me the magician. That's who we want. <laughs> he lives in Jersey. Thick, thick Underhill. We'll have we'll have a live poll. We'll put up Penning and Nick's face side by side, 
and we'll if have they're a, both there. What if they're both there? We'll, we'll decide that once like and for time all. cop then. Did any of you guys get a phone call? I got a phone call today from a woman who works for the ticketing of the New Orleans Saints. And she like literally just called me and she was just kind of shooting the shit with me. Like she was just like, Oh, I'm just want- making sure you're ready for the season. And I was like, well, the season started on Sunday. Did you watch the game? We came from behind and forth. Cause she's like, Oh, I meant the home, the home season. I was like, well, you should have clarified. I did not get uh, that phone call. Oh, and she then wanted to scam you. It was Carrie Albright. Her name Probably was Carrie Albright. Me. No, it was not a scam. It was she didn't ask for any information, and I was like, "Hey, well, you know, we're, my podcast. We're doing a live podcast uh, at Port Orleans at seven o'clock. Come on by, you know, if you're, Thank, if you, if you're thanks for Channel Four. Well, how did plug the uh, live show today? Uh, she was. I don't know. She sounded like she might have been writing that information down. I don't know. Oh, Kevin, are, are you, you hearing this? Did she sound single? Uh, no, I don't know. Can you? Kevin, how does how does a single person? How does single sound? Andrew? Carrie Albright, Kevin. Come on. I don't know. Dude, if you weasel your way into the Saints ticket office, you might be onto something here. War Goat says Tom Payton will be there, but his magic trick will be that he's invisible. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Sean Payton okay. will be there. He can tell the Patrick Mahomes story for the 30th time this week. Yeah. Maybe even block me again on Twitter. That's right. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Become a freaking patron. We're amazing. Uh, We had 2,700 downloads on Monday. It was incredible. So, guys, thanks to Dave, to Andrew, for Kevin, uh, for me, for being shirtless. Thomas, running the show back in Poland, the best podcast producer in the freaking world. Guys, remember, if you're going to support a Saints podcast, you should, appo- you should support the one with the host that's shirtless and that wins awards. Until next week, until Friday, the bar is closed. All right, now it's my time to shine on Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. Who that? <laughs>